to What the Fuck Were the 90s. I am your host and new BFF forever, Katie. And I'm the licky boom boom down king Nick. <laughs> My co-host. Yeah. <laughs> Today we're just going to keep things chill and start the slow descent in madness that was the decade that defined our childhood. Nick and I will share some 90s favorites and see where it takes us. No pressure. <laughs> All right. There's <laughs> always pressure. In future episodes, we'll share the table with some friends and special guests and discuss some of the things that made the 90s what we know it best for. In our next episode, we'll be visited by our pal Andy Bodandy and explore the early years of the now infamous band Smash Mouth and the influences it's had on not only 90s culture, but where they are today, for better and for worse. But for now, let's get into it. Nick? Yes. <laughs> when I say the 90s, what comes to mind for you? A lot of Nickelodeon. Just like Nickelodeon? A, a ton of Nickelodeon. Like, I think of Green Slime and Orange and Rugrats. I watched a lot of TV growing up. I was a fat kid growing up, so I watched a lot of TV <laughs> and I ate a bunch of snacks and didn't do a lot. So, like, yeah, the 90s for me was television and video games. That's fair. That's very fair. <clears throat> yeah, what about you? What's the 90s for you? That's a tough one. What comes to mind for me with the 90s? That, see, that, that's the thing is like how you said like with television and music and video games, like yeah. everything defined the 90s. Everything that like we know it now today is like society is kind of the 90s. It's kind of like the long burn of the 90s. Kind of. Like this is the afterburn. This is like, yeah. This is like the hangover from being too drunk in the 90s. The next day is like, feel like shit. And like, that's what today yeah. is. It's middle-aged boy bands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, which kind of was the 90s too in its own way. Oh, it was absolutely the 90s. <laughs> I mean, you had, you had Battery Boys and NSYNC coming out in the late 90s. Like, it, it, yeah, but not middle-aged. <laughs> no, they were teens. But it was like the 20s. Beach Boys and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like our parents, you know, boyhood bands and girlhood bands. Yeah, but see, that's the weird thing with, like, for the 90s, for me, it's almost, like, nostalgia in, its, in and of itself. So, like, you take the the 60s and 70s and 80s and all yeah. the stuff that, like, our parents grew up on and, like, the radio stations that would play the classic hits. Yeah. And that was kind of, like, a big defining factor of the 90s and, like, what shaped my interest in music going forward. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I got a stat that you're going to hate. So, you know how you're talking about how, like, the 90s is that, like, cultural touchstone point in, like, the 60s and 70s? Yeah. The timeline between Back to the Future when Marty goes to see his parents and when Marty is, like, actually live and born mm -hmm. is almost the same as now, back to the 90s. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome, America. No, thank you. <clears throat> yeah. Oh. Yeah. That... Fucked you up? I... My bad. Yeah. Actually, no. It's funny. Okay. <laughs> We're moving on. <laughs> we don't need I can't. to add more existential dread. No, I don't need any more existential dread today. Thank you. Um, what is the one thing that's gone but not forgotten that you would lose your collective shit if it came back? I'm not entirely certain. Like, a part of me wants to latch on to the foods and the crazy-ass snacks we had, and then there's, like, super soakers. Like, the really 
badass ones. Yeah. Those were, like, because the kids I mean, they now, still have them now, but... It's not the same. No, like, no. It, now you have to have a whole, like, bachelor's degree in how to make it work. <laughs> not just that. Them shits were, like, Nokia phone indestructible. Yeah. Like, you could chuck that shit across the neighborhood and yeah. nothing would happen to it. And you, like... Look at new new age toys and super soakers now, and that's just they crack in half. Yeah, like breaks right off the bat. Like, like your mom could you could leave it in your driveway. Mm-hmm. Your mom could roll over it backwards. Yeah. Well, which, and then roll back over it forward. Yeah, and that happened because we were careless with our shit, and our parents. Yeah, we would just stuff. leave. Yeah, like just leave it right in the fucking driveway. Like I'm shocked I still had a bike for as long as I was alive. <laughs> yeah. Thought <laughs> <laughs> the shit was gonna get stolen day day two. I had it. <laughs> told so and then by that I was like ah nobody's gonna take this bike so I just <laughs> left it out front all the time I don't know maybe the ability to ride bikes if I was able to ride a bike again and not look like a bear on a unicycle I think I might be okay with that one I don't think it's gonna be that bad oh it's really bad like it's super bad you got a bike I mean why don't you just take up unicycling then because I am not a bear you're not in that way <laughs> I'm flattered but no I'm not a bear <laughs> I don't walk around grabbing, you know, pots of honey. No pants. Yeah, just just the top. A red, red <laughs> t-shirt, no pants. Also a staple of our childhood, I would say. I would argue, yeah. I, I would the amount of people true. who, like, into middle school years, so, like, into the early 2000s, a little bit of a bleed into there, but that had Winnie the Pooh or Eeyore, anything, mm-hmm. backpacks, mm-hmm. overalls, overalls. Overalls. Overalls are huge. Why the fuck with those things? Huge. I love overalls. I still wear overalls. Okay. That's fine. Like, <laughs> Good for you. That was yeah, the tone. I mean, <laughs> and? I, yeah. It, to me, overalls are kind of like rompers. Like, you gotta get way too undressed to just do basic functions. Am I wrong? <laughs> no, like, you're not. And like rompers I, are cute. I get it. I understand that rompers are cute fashion, but like I don't want to be naked in a porta potty at a festival because I know that has you know some personal experience for a lot of women out me, there. Who, me, me. Yeah. You can say it. You yeah, can say you, that part I'm, out loud. It's me. You. It's happened. The '90s brought us some great things, but that one was more of an '80s, '70s. Yeah, no, trend. I, yeah, I, I definitely blame our parents for that. one. Moving more towards the pinafores of. You know, yeah, the 50s and 60s. I, I definitely blame my parents for that one. Definitely one of those, like, clothing trends that would, like, transcend time. Yeah. I think I figured out the answer to the question, <laughs> which we were talking about at the start of this whole thing. The what's gone but not forgotten. Did we ever get... No, we never answered that question. We just got lost in a tangent. Whoops. It happens. <laughs> um, Welcome to our podcast. So, <laughs> I figured it out. And it, it would probably be, like... The old school lineup for Nickelodeon, like Ren and Stimpy, Rocco's Modern Life, yeah, yeah, like that shit. Salute your shorts, Dude Ranch, like the real old school shit, but modernized so that we can finally like not feel like we step back in time or. No, I like bring it back in syndication. I think it's horse shit, and I'm gonna say it out loud. I don't care. I think it's horse shit that Nick at Night isn't. Why didn't Why didn't they take Nick at Night? And monetize all of the nostalgia of our childhoods. And instead of just putting, like, Full House, don't just put Full House. Don't just put Family Matters. Throw in Ren and Stimpy. Throw in 
salute your shorts. Throw in Clarissa explains it all. Like put put those elements that really drag us in because otherwise you're never gonna get us to watch. Yeah, that was another one too. I was gonna say is Clarissa explains it all. Yeah, I mean I don't know. Like I, it, it is an unfortunate truth that some of the TV shows and pieces of culture we've had back in the day, unfortunately, do not age well as time goes on. There are a lot of moments where I'm just like, "Good, that's cringy as all get out." That, that yeah. happens. Um, like I mean, Clarissa. For, back to Clarissa explains it all. She buys she buys a gremlin. Like that's cringy as fuck. That's a car that was terrible to drive. <laughs> Didn't those catch on fire? No, that was the Pinto. But oh. close enough. Like close enough. <laughs> like it's it was built by a car company that no longer exists. That's that's saying something. Well, <clears throat> um, I think this is a good good pause point. Yeah, I apologize to anybody um, who's listening this far. We're going to take a short break to hear from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. All this talk of 90s music makes me remember how stellar it was to listen to morning shows in the 90s. Do you remember the fun energy of the segments where you didn't know what the hosts were going to say next, so you didn't turn that dial? If you love to learn the history of the everyday sayings we grew up with, like Hanky Pinky and Dollars to Donuts, totally enjoy funny podcasts, and want to learn more about the etymology of language as much as Nick and I do, then you ought to join Scott and his son Liam as they explore these phrases on their show, Why Do We Say That? Each episode explores a new handful of phrases. You really never know what you're going to get, and each episode ends with a word game. This season, they play What Word Am I? with some super special VIP guests. If this sounds right up your alley, then give Why Do We Say That? a listen every Tuesday wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back, everybody. Um, I'm sure you're tired of hearing me talk about my toys, so I'm going to pass it on. Your toys? Yeah, the toys I have. From the 90s, please. This is a family-friendly podcast. Is what the it? fuck are you thinking? Literally, um, the word fuck's in the title, but it's, it's all good. It's all good. Words are words. Anyways. <laughs> so, Katie, what is your favorite 90s toy? Go. Sky dancers, Sky hands dancers. down. Sky dancers. Is that what they were called? I think so. You would pull the the little yeah, string, like, and they they looked like fairies and shit. Yeah, uh, they were the best. Oh my they were God. so dangerous. They were, they were, really were bad. so ridiculously dangerous. Like you could you could, they were the equivalent for our generation in in reality of a Red Ryder BB gun. Like it it wasn't you'll shoot your eye out. It was you'll dance your <laughs> eye out. A sky dance will hit you in the eye. You you yeah. you could lose an eye to a sky dancer. Didn't they have? I think it was, I want to say like a twenty twenty or like a Dateline or something. Where they they were like the dangers of sky dancers. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> like that was also a great period in time where there was this fear of everything. Like it was. I would I, say it that's was that's what you find in the nineties. Yeah, like stranger danger was a huge thing that we talked. We about. can thank the eighties for that. I know we can thank the eighties um, from that. I, there's a lot of things I want to thank the eighties for, but I don't want to thank them. <laughs> No, thank you. No, thank you. Take away your Stranger Danger and Dare program. And Ronald Reagan. All right. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember Skydancers as well, but I remember that it was like one of the few gendered toys I, 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 like the earliest memory of a gendered toy. Really? Yes, because the female ones were were like fairies and they were like, ah, pretty pastel colors and pink Mm. and purples. And then they had, like, the grimy, like, I'm an insect guy one. I'm like, cool, I guess. I thought they were superhero ones. No, I, I could they be, were, like, bugs and shit. This could be, like, a total just just fever dream. 
but I swear that they had like superhero themed ones. I'm gonna look it up. I mean, you might be right. I'm I gonna, have to look this up now. There is a high probability that you are correct, and it was superheroes. And my adult brain from from the decades is just like I can't even spell Skydancer right. It's just a bunch of bugs. Oh no! So was it bugs? Or, like, no creatures. Was it creatures? Okay, there is a Superman Flying Heroes DC Comics Skydancer. Fuck yeah. So, okay, so I'm not crazy, but I don't no, know how old this is. And then, there was a TV show? There's a fucking TV show? How <laughs> long ago was IMDb? 1996. I had this Skydancer. I had this <laughs> blue Skydancer. Now, what came first, the toy or the show? I'm not sure now. I have never in my life seen or heard of the television show. Same. I just thought it was a toy. Yeah. I just thought it was a dope, dangerous toy. Because when you're like six or seven years old, dangerous is the top requirement for a toy. Yeah, yeah it is. Like, if it's, if it's not, I have a lot more questions. There's a Batman. I remember hearing about the Batman one. I, I, don't, I don't think these are the, the now, I think these are nowadays ones. Yeah, like, I've seen these, There Superman, still are I've sky seen... dancers. They're well, just not branded the same. Avengers flying bootleg toys. Fantastic. Am I gonna? Are we gonna get like flagged for saying like Disney, <laughs> Disney stamp stuff? Oh, we're totally gonna get a copyright check. <laughs> we're gonna get a bunch of cease and desist letters. Good thing we're not getting paid. <laughs> like... Uncle Bob Iger's gonna visit the house and just. Um, you gotta stop talking about Avengers on your podcast. When it, when it, if and when it ever becomes time to get monetized by any podcaster service, they're just gonna <laughs> be like, remember that time yeah, a red Mr. Disney record. was mentioned in <laughs> this <laughs> podcast? Ah. You know, okay, this wasn't on my list of questions, okay. but it's the most, no, it's one of the most important questions okay. of the 90s. Let's go. If you had to choose watching Disney or Nickelodeon for the rest of your life, and you had to choose one. You can't say both. Okay. Which one would you choose? Okay. What era are we talking about? Like Nickelodeon, 90s. just nineties. Just nineties. Well, this is a nineties podcast. Well, I, I don't know. Like they're still around today. <laughs> okay, let me. You said for the rest of your life. I'm like, am I just watching Rock Was Modern Life for the next like fifty years? That I, have I just to feared the nineties implied all things considered the podcast topic. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, it's an understanding clarification question. I would say Nickelodeon still. Like, Nickelodeon was my shit in the 90s. See, that's tricky. Oh, I didn't even think of putting in Cartoon Network. Yeah, I didn't even know what Cartoon Network was until at least 2002. Like, going forward, that has to be one of the questions we ask our guests. It's like, which of the three? If you had to choose between 90s Disney, 90s Cartoon Network, or 90s <clears throat> Nickelodeon, you can only choose one to watch for the rest of your life, and you only watch that, what would it be? Nickelodeon. That's a good question. Because the Nicktoons. 100%. I would have Dog. the hardest time choosing, but my brain immediately went to 90s Disney, and it might be because of my current status as a Disney adult. <laughs> my recently current status as a Disney adult. No um, <laughs> But then there's the other side of it, of those made-for-Disney TV movies... Brink comes to mind. I thought Brink was in the 2000s. I felt like we were... Oh, shit, I think you're yeah, right. Yeah, I think a lot of that whole series of, like, the 2000s, the, the Disney movie, Ch Disney Channel movies were, like, 2000-esque and then upward. 
but like I don't remember them in the you 90s. You know what? I think you might be right. I'm yeah. going to double check this. Okay. Because I can't even name a TV show from the 90s for Disney. Like, I think they were too um, busy. No, because I think the very late 90s was like even Stevens. Um, oh, definitely maybe, not yeah. Lizzie McGuire. That no, was that a little was bit. Definitely 2000s. Brave was... came out. I was right. When? 1998. Oh, damn. Okay. 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 So I feel I feel a little more positive. <laughs> Powerful? Oh my god, you caught me. Ah, oh, right to the heart. I'll my, meet you and your little precious too. My armor of useless pop culture knowledge uh, falls down. I feel like we need to do an episode just talking about Eric Von Detten though. What happened to him? Does he do like does he do uh, homework movies now? Probably. He was in Princess Bride, wasn't he? I don't and remember. The same guy? Yes. No, yeah. sorry. Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries, not Princess Bride. Sorry. Yeah. Princess Bride is a fantastic film from the 90s, or from I... the 80s, not the 90s. He's alive, right? Because it looks like he hasn't done anything. He's 40 now. <laughs> Man. Hold on. I completely forgot he was in Escape to Witch Mountain. Like... The, the one with the, the rock? escape No, with, with our growing up in the oh, 90s. Oh, shit, like the first one. The first one. Okay. I, no, there was one before that, I thought. I have no idea. I think there was one. There's like was, Escape from Twitch the Mountain, 60s? Return the It was Witch like Mountain. Parent Trap. They remade it like 40 times. Well, yeah, because you, you got IP that sells. You're going to keep using that IP. I think he quit acting. That makes sense. What happened to Eric Van Denton? There's Oh, here, here's Wikipedia says. He's now a sales manager at a commodities brokerage firm. What the fuck? Probably make more money than he did with acting. I mean, good for you. Wherever you're out there, he's not even listening to this podcast, Eric Von Dutton. But um, our heart is with you, and uh, we hope you got your bag. Yeah, get your bag. I mean, then there's a guy who played uh, uh, Casper, Devin Siwa. Isn't he dead? No. Is he dead? No, he's I love still that that's my automatic response yeah, like, from people from... Child stars from the 90s, to be fair, we could have, we're going to have... Not, not even could. Okay. We're going to have an entire episode of... Broken ass child stars of the nineties. I don't remember because well, there yeah, so they're broken. Many. But of the ones that have been like around that have died, the only one that I can think of that came out of the nineties is Jonathan Brandis. Who's that again? Uh, he was a child star. In the 90s. But what did he do? Like, I don't know. The only movie I remember him in was from a, a movie called Sidekick with Chuck Norris, and he had like daydreams. During the school day. Yeah, Chuck Norris. Yeah, Chuck Norris. Walker, Texas Ranger. That's going to be a huge thing we're going to talk about. I know it. I know it. I have a lot of repressed memories of the 90s. A lot of Chuck Norris's existence in the 90s is also a repressed memory. I'm not sure why. Well, yeah. It's, um, I mean, it's, he just kicks ass and waits for the, waits for the morning. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm open to that. I... I will watch, like, a season of Walker, Texas Ranger to prepare for it. I don't ha- I don't got that kind of steel. <laughs> I, I don't. I know the only memory I have is he was in movies, like you said. Yeah. And that he existed. That's really it. Like, my parents watched Walker, Texas Ranger in the 90s. That is all I can remember of it. See, that's a shame, because, like, he was also in some really old stuff, too, before the 90s, if that is, is accessible to talk about, or if that's allowable to talk about. We can talk a little pre-90s, we can talk a little post-90s, obviously, because perfect pre-90s bled into the 90s, and the other direction, too. Yeah. Since we're talking about Walker, Texas Ranger, yeah. we're, we've, been, we've been leaning towards 90s shows, yeah. what was your favorite 90s show? My favorite 90s show? Was Hands it? down, could watch it for the rest of your life. Whatever. Um, I would like to say 
that it'd probably be the angry beavers. Ooh. Yeah. Or, like, Two I, Stupid Dogs. Yeah, because, like, well, <laughs> I, I didn't watch Two Stupid Dogs as much as I watched the angry beavers. Like, the jazz just in the opening sequence with the angry beavers was like, <laughs> that's it. I need that in my life. Yeah. And then the jokes, I still say some of the jokes today that nobody ever catches. Do you say them to me? Often. Oftentimes I do. I make, I make jokes about it. Like, I use the term scaredy beaver all the time. And nobody. I think one time I did ask about that, and you're yeah. like, "It was Angry Beavers." I'm yeah. Like, okay. Like between that one and the SS, I only had an S stencil, and it was super. <laughs> like there's such a sequence of, of lines. I'm just like, this is perfect. So that's, that's another weird repressed yeah. memory of the so '90s a, that like I remember memory. these things exist, but I don't remember most things about it. But there were so many shows that were very similar to it. I mean, like I said, Two Stupid Dogs, uh, Cow and Chicken, um, (laughs) a little bit, I don't know if this one would have been early 2000s or late 90s, but like PB&J Otter. Like a lot of those like silly, goofy, look at these weird animals doing silly human things shows. Playground Disney, wasn't it? Like Roly Poly Oli and shit. I don't know if it was called Playground Disney, but yeah. Yeah, something like that. I thought it was like Disney Junior or something like that. Something like that. I have an idiot. Uh, it was like the children. Nick, the Nick Junior for the Disney Channel is what it was shown on. I think time. that's why I was thinking Junior. Yeah. Um, Nick Junior slaps too. Nick Junior did slap. Okay. Yes. Was Big Comfy Couch? Yes. On PBS. Yes. It was only PBS, only right? PBS. Okay. I know PBS. you didn't ask me. Whatever, but that was my hands down favorite show. Well, I was about to ask you, like, uh, well, and that's such a weird question. Is it like my favorite '90s show in the '90s when I was living in the '90s, or my favorite '90s show now? Because my favorite '90s show now, I would say, I see, it's tricky because, like, I really liked Ghost Rider. (laughs) (laughs) Ghost Rider, man, that show was awesome. I don't remember. They, it was such a weird show because that had it aired in weird pockets. It did, but I had only I didn't see them that show until the two thousands. So does that count? I'd say so. Like it was produced in the nineties, just because you missed that. Train. But it might have been produced in the eighties. I have no idea. That's one of those oh, weird fair, shows. Yeah. It's like and right I don't know. I, uh, this is one one of those questions I'd also want to ask <laughs> other people, like that guest on this, because yeah, is there a show? Or even like a television station or anything. Is there any component of the 90s that you can't remember if it existed in the 90s? Or you can't remember if it was like the early 2000s? That's a lot. That's because that all seems like it blended into just one. I mean, it kind of did for us. Like, I was born in 91, you were born in 90. Yeah. Like, the 90s for us were literally the time of our development. Yeah, our formative years. Our fo- yeah, our formative years. Like, I, I wasn't I cognizant I about that. being alive until at least 95. And by then, I'd missed so much good shit. Yeah. Like, I'd missed so much good shit. Like, I missed the premiere of Aladdin at that time. Like, it was one of the greatest Disney films ever made. But, like, I don't remember it. I was three when it came out. I think I was three or two when it came out in 93. Okay, I'm retracting my statement. Okay, here we go. My favorite 90s show as a kid. Yes. 
Uh, I thought it through because immediately my brain just starts going Muppet, Muppet. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe. So we don't don't sing too much. We might. I don't want to get. I don't oh, want yeah, to get sued. Right. By, do- by Doctor Disney. I don't yeah. want to call him Doctor Disney now. But okay, yeah, Uncle Bob Iger. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, that's definitely up there. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that one. Too. Um, big comfy couch. I I see. I would never be able to choose between the two. Those were definitely like my hands down like my ride or dies i had so many ride or die shows though because like you said like i grew up being that kid just watching yeah, television I mean, what are friends i have the television the television is my friend jerry springer on a sick day in the 90s <coughs> nuff said yeah nothing nothing hits like that maury in the 90s this is even before it was all all the time, always. Yeah, Paternity test like episodes. There was the weird ass, like Ricky Lake style episodes. There was Jenny Jones. <sighs> Whatever happened to her? Is she dead? <laughs> That's you know. I don't know. That needs to be a game on this in and of itself. Yeah. Is, are, are they, they dead? dead? <laughs> <laughs> are they dead or are they alive? <laughs> but like currently, reflecting back on a '90s show. Hey Arnold. Yeah, that was a good one. Hey Arnold would be the one that, like, I, as an adult, yeah, as fucked up as that show was. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, it, looking back, it was a it was a work of art that we had no idea what we were watching until way later in life. And I think like a lot of the millennials that are are like minded politically to us. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it. Hey Arnold. It, it pushed us. Yeah, it did. It, it, it radicalized us. I would argue And that. we didn't even know it. And I'm not saying, don't go out in the streets and be like, hey, Arnold's brainwashing millennials. Save the children. No. First off, we're in our 30s. The, the boat sailed. We're that, fucked. The, the, the <laughs> insa- we, we, Honey, this insanity fucked. is genetic. Yeah. Can't help me here. We have too many microplastics in our bloodstream. Mm. Or it's all over. That's either going to make us live forever or kill us all in 20 years. God, I hope it's the former. Or no, the latter. Wait, both? both is good. Maybe it'll Plasticize like lubricate them. our joints. Don't give me hope. Don't give me hope. My knees sound like pop rocks. Don't give me hope. <laughs> I, I need to see a knee surgeon. <laughs> but anyway, I I do have to say though that there has been some pretty bad PBS erasure of so far with like Arthur not being discussed. And oh yeah we fucked up like See, sesame street on the nose I'm, sesame street at that time i think you're gonna agree with me and i think a lot of people that are listening to this are going or at least that lived in the 90s will agree mm-hmm. with me on this the best era of children's television was the 90s you cannot do any better than that sans bluey now yes you're correct Damn, you know what? Okay, I'll like give Bluey, you that. Bluey is probably one of the only children's Bluey's shows. Bluey is an honorable mention. I'm like, this is good. This is a good show for everyone. It's untouchable. Bluey, though, I think you will agree with me on this. Bluey matches that energy. Oh, absolutely. That 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 pureness, purity. I don't know. I mean, of '90s children's television programming. I wouldn't be shocked if the create. I, I have looked so little into Bluey or Bluey, so I have no idea how old. The creators I are. Hope not I Louis. We don't want to talk about no. Louis. Nobody, we don't talk about Louis here. I miss Louis Anderson. Anyways. <laughs> um, rip. Rip. But I, <laughs> what I'm saying is that I, I would not be shocked if the showrunners for Bluey are around our age or like in that millennial. Oh, yeah. Zillennial. 100%. Like, cohort. 
that, that would make all the sense in the world because what a what an influence from from growing up watching TV shows to talk about things now in the same way. Like it's it's pretty cool to see that progression. Um, but yeah, there was some PBS erasure that I wanted to you know write the write the record for. Um, to be fair. To be fair. I did talk about big comfy couch. You did. You brought it. I was gonna say it then. I'm not saying that was the best children's show of the 90s. I'm just saying that to to me, to to my child's brain, those dust bunnies could do no harm. I agree. I agree. And whoever created Lazy Town, I will find you and I will give you little pats on the head because I don't want to go to jail. Why did Lazy Town get brought up? How did that... (laughs) Where was the segue into that one? For less? <laughs> was was Lazy Town in the no, 90s? No, Lazy Town was absolutely when we were an adult-ish. No. I, we were definitely no. teenagers. Lazy Town was like the, the early, early 2000s. 2000s at best. Like 2004 or 2004. It ran for 10 years. 10 years? Yeah. I just know that Robbie Rotten died. That's all I remember. Yeah. That um, dude was the If I had to hear that goddamn song one more time, though. I don't dude. even remember it. I just don't. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Need I say more? You do, because it doesn't make sense. If, if anyone out there shares the PTSD of that song with me, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it was not good. And in my defense, in talking defense. about that show, mm-hmm. that's one of those weird, because it was the early 2000s, blends into the 90s in your memories. Yeah. Which makes this challenging. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have to definitely, like, there's a lot of on-the-spot on fact-checking we're going to have to keep doing because... Yeah, I mean, we just got to be careful. Yeah. Anyway. Um, do we want to keep chatting about shows? or I mean, that's a whole episode in and of itself. Yeah, we could do... I'm sure that there's going to be a chance for us to even get Andy Bodandy in here and do a discussion of TV shows growing up. Movies. Movies as well. TV shows. Yeah. I mean, we Culture. can even break it down to the genre. We could. There's a, there's I mean, a ton of stuff. fuck, Pulp Fiction deserves its own episode. Yeah, 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 it would. I mean, I don't think it's the best of Quentin Tarantino, but that's my own personal opinion. No, the, the important question is, when we, if and when we get to the Quentin Tarantino yes. discussion, yes. be it in the near future or in the long-term future, yes. do we talk about the fetish? His feet? Feet. Feet, feet thing? Yeah. Like, we can. Yeah. Like, it's not not hidden. It's everywhere in his yeah. films. I mean, that's, that's typically not the consistent topic of Quentin Tarantino that people talk about with his, with his films. Yeah. Especially the ones from the 90s. But, like, yeah, we can talk about his feet fetish if you're into that. Let's talk about into? feet, baby. Let's talk about feet. See, now you made feet. it weird. Now you made it weird. <laughs> it wasn't weird until you started doing it. I changed the word though, so this is legal. Yeah, of course, parody. Of course, parody. Anyway. Anyway. Last question. Let's let's uh, let's wrap this one up. All right. The ultimate question that each of our guests will face, besides the other two that we've dreamed up today. Yes. What was your favorite '90s snack, and why? Okay. I loved this particular snack. I think it was made by Kellogg. Um, it, it was this this stringy fruit snack that was pressed onto a piece of cardboard in a design, like in a spiral or in like a zigzaggy lines, and then you would peel Ugh. 
the fruit snack off the paper, uh, off the cardboard. You and guys can't see me, but I'm gagging at this because I remember these and they they're tasted delicious. disgusting. They were delicious. They it was were like so roll ups, but rolled out to, to, to no, strings. No, they tasted like. No. Like, I haven't eaten ass, but I would imagine that's what eating ass tastes like. But, like, I guess they'd have to use flavored lube I at mean, that point. Great. To really. It's, it's a great way to kink shame a huge <laughs> That's what it, no you know what that's what it tasted like it tasted like flavored lube never having had la- flavored lube in my mouth I'm, I'm you you don't have a point of reference no. but but listeners may or may not have a point of reference yeah we're not kink shaming you if that's your thing go ahead yeah fly that flag. If, if you're all up um, for eating ass and smoking grass or or yeah, eating know. flavored lube. Having class. I don't I don't know. Don't have class. It's okay. Live your best life. Live live your best damn life. Anyways. Um, that? For me, yeah, in the nineties, because all the other snacks I liked still exist. That's fair. I don't know if my favorite snack still exists. Yeah, I mean the only other thing I can think of would be like fruit roll up, and I think they still make that. They do still make fruit roll-ups. Yeah, so I, I have bought nothing. them for I, you. See, so you're right. There it is. <laughs> right? So what, I don't... They make fruit roll-ups and they make fruit by the foot still. Well, I know they make fruit by the foot still, but I don't know about fruit roll-ups. Yeah, that was the um, that TikTok thread recently where people were roll- unrolling it and putting ice cream in it. And then it crunched. The fuck? Yeah, I told you about that. I forgot all about this. Was I high? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> well, that's a thing. Anyway. Uh, oh my god, stoner culture of the 90s would be in a whole episode in and of itself. <laughs> we also have to talk about the movie Hackers, right? You know I've that. never seen the movie Hackers. What? It's so terribly awesome. I've seen pictures of it. Oh my god. Of, what was it? Matthew Lillard was in that. Yes, he was. He um, was. Pre-shaggy pre era. Yeah. Um, Matthew Lillard, jo- Johnny Lee Miller, Angelina Jolie, and then Fisher Stevens. I've seen pictures. Yeah. I've seen GIFs, but I have never Hack seen hackers. It's terrible. Dude. I mean, hell, that's that's episode ideas for us right there is yeah. just watch with us. Yeah. Like, get ready with me. Watch movies with me. Yeah. We're going to talk about hackers. Hope you guys see it soon. And then <laughs> ah. So what was your favorite snack? I was like, you're going to ask me? Yeah, I was getting there. I was clearing my throat. <laughs> Dang. What's your favorite snack from the 90s? I don't know if they still make these, but I don't even know if these count as snacks because they were liquid. The wax little pop bottles that had no actual flavor. They were just straight food coloring and high fructose corn syrup. And okay. you bite the top off and then you'd like, if you didn't bite it wrong and then reseal it by biting it wrong. <laughs> oh, those no. those they used to sell those at the butternut bread store what the f- I forgot that was a thing <laughs> do you remember bread stores god what were the 90s <laughs> what the fuck were the 90s <laughs> alright you don't have to force it not <laughs> I think it was a bread store outlet too Jesus it was over by the hospital and it was it was a butternut bread store my parents would take okay. me and I Oh, these are still in existence, though. Those buckets of cookies, those grandma cookies. You know what I'm talking about, right? Maurice Linnell. I don't know, but they were a bucket. They came in like an ice cream bucket. Yeah. They were dope. They were like half gallon. And the logo was a kid in a cookie jar. Yes. Yeah, that's Maurice Linnell. They don't make those anymore. They just stopped making those recently. Like 
I want to say mid two thousands. No, they just closed the 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 last factory for it a couple of years ago, because it was from Chicago. No, yeah, I know. Um, I don't remember when specific. What was the name of Chicago it? The Webs. I, don't I know. Maurice Linnell. M- Maurice. Maurice. M a u r i c e. Linnell. L e n e l l. There it is. Yeah, because the pinwheels were the shit. No, you're right. They went bankrupt in 08. Yeah. Wait, but they were saved by a large banking co- banking, <coughs> baking company in Ohio. So, are they still around? Um, they sold cookies in the 2020 Christmas season. This is a little outdated. But there is... Coronavirus? Yeah. Apparently... Mm-hmm. Allegedly, mm-hmm. they are around again. Do they come in that giant bucket that we had as kids? Oh, no, I have not. no fucking clue. The two snacks from the 90s that I remember the most viscerally okay. are those weird little wax pop bottles and yeah. those buckets of cookies. I don't know how you write those, those wax bottles. Like The cookies make sense. I didn't eat the bottles. <laughs> Did you consume the bottles? I would chew on them. Yeah, that's weird. That's what I'm talking about. Like, how? But I wouldn't chew on them like some of the other kids would. Some of the other kids would, like, go to yeah, town throw the on the fucking them. thing entirely in their mouth. And like, just, uh, like, uh, a, like uh, a ball of gum. And, it, like... Fucked up. I mean, maybe they were just preparing us for having braces in the 2000s because we all had to get the wax so it wouldn't, like, jack our mouths up. It was the same exact wax that they used for your braces. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Maybe that's why I didn't like those bottles that much anymore. Or, like... Because it, it's a visceral, like... I never used the wax when I had my braces. I was afraid. And I, I liked playing with it like a Play-Doh. Okay, that's interesting. Like, it was, it's Expand tactile. Expand on that. Expand on that. Because I have <laughs> autism. <laughs> And me for, too! <laughs> for, for anybody that may be concerned by that statement, I, I have the paperwork. Don't come for me. Don't at me. I'll, I'll fight you. I'll fight you. Anyway. Anyway. Do you have anything you want to add to this conversation? I don't think I can. I don't think there's <laughs> anything else I can add. This, I mean, the time is already... We're, 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 we're coming up at the end of our time. Yeah, we're coming up on the end of our time. Yeah. I have derailed the conversations more times than I can count, which is par for me. Which is welcomed here. Is it? Is it welcomed? We, you're not offending me. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what? Touche. I gotta, gotta... That's a good one. Good point. Fair point. Fair point. Good job. Well, <coughs> anyways, what, 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 how did your icky boom, boom down? Is that licky boom, boom down? Licky yeah, I'm the licky boom, boom down king. I still don't know the exact words to that song. You know what? Neither does snow. <laughs> so that's an interesting way of. When I grew up and learned that snow was white. <laughs> well, and I, I'm not talking about snow. The, no, the we're not talking about weather yeah, pattern. No, we're talking about the, the Toronto Canadian rapper. Was snow. a little shooketh. Yeah. Well, I mean, he grew up in, in. It's not talked about enough that Toronto has a very large Jamaican immigration population. This is true. Which is really great because yeah. like, that influence of music came in and that's how Snow found that whole like rhythm is he, he, he heard people on the streets doing the same kind of style of rap and instead of being Chet Hanks and just speaking Patois, like, he oh. was accepted into that community <laughs> before he started fucking around with it. And that's when he released and even then. A 12 Inches of Snow... Because that's why he was called Snow. It's because, like, this... Did this... he have a big dick? No. No. His nickname was Snow. 
I so get his that first for album was twelve inches, inches of, of, and then it's in my defense. In the nineties, we started this fascinating thing of dick jokes. I mean, they've been around forever, I was but say, we it's started. Not just the 90s. We started publicly like making everything into a dick joke, including like albums. Hot dog flavored water. Do I need to say more? I mean, yeah, and Tool had the the penis on their their album cover too. Like I, Nirvana's I, baby dick. Listen, that guy won that lawsuit, okay? So he doesn't have to talk about his dick being on a uh, picture anymore. Did he sue somebody? Yeah, he did. He sued the record company. To not talk about his dick anymore? Well, like, he didn't like the fact that he was still being put onto the record. So he was like, you need to change the cover of the record. I'm going to sue you. And he sued him. I don't know if they did that. He won. I think he just got uh, 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 money for it. Like, I don't think he actually got the ability to, like, switch the cover. Well, let's find... No, there's a... That's a baby dick. baby dick. Yeah. Yeah, I think he just got paid for, like, uh, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Royalties. Yeah, royalties are, like, the whole, like, I, I guess restitution. Like, I've been psychologically damaged by this particular event, therefore you need to pay me X amount of dollars. Yeah. I don't know what that, uh, the legal I term for I think that is like, restitution is right. Yeah. I, I got a lot of feelings about a lot of things. I do too, and that's why we have a podcast. I know, and people are going to hear about my feelings. You guys are going to hear about... All of our feelings. We've got a lot of things to say to you people. And I'm very sorry. I was trying to quote Seinfeld. Yeah, I know. I mean, we'll do the Feast of Strength at some point in time. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. We, if we don't do a Festivus episode, I think we would be doing a disservice to our 90s podcast. I 100% agree. Like, that would be a disservice and insulting. It would be insulting. Some to... people some people do roasts. We, we do we'll Festivus, Festivus circles. Festivus. And air our grievances for all of the world to hear. I got a lot of things to say to Andy Bodandy, so <laughs> he's got a lot of things to say to me, <laughs> which in turn I guess is transitive yeah, property. Transitive property. <laughs> so, well, you want to wrap this up? Yeah, let's go. Um, thank you to everyone for joining us, and thank you to Nick for letting me put him in the hot seat today. Of course, and, and of course, putting up with my crazy idea to share a podcast. Um. <sighs> Crazy maybe isn't the best word for it. I hope you're not regretting it, because I think you might. <laughs> um, having to hear the sound of my voice and going in to edit this afterwards, yes, I'm going to regret it. Hey. But that's for me to deal with. I need to look in the mirror, and I need to, I need to, um, what was his name? Steven Smiley? Oh, oh, um, 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 Al Franken's character. Yes. Stuart, Stuart, Stuart Smiley. Stuart Smiley. And be like, you're just darn great. Gosh darn it, people like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... <sighs> Yeah. Everyone, please be on the lookout in about a month for our next episode, speaking with our lovely guest, Andy Bodandy, about Smash Mouth. Mm -hmm. If you enjoyed your time here with us, be sure to subscribe to be notified of all of our future episodes, and even better, hop on your cordless house phone and tell your friends all about the dope new podcast you just heard. Thanks again for listening. Smell you later. Smell you later, guys. Remember going to amusement parks in the 90s and the sights and smells of everything around you? Let's face it, the parks don't cost what they used to, but Magic Candle Company can bring those happy and magical memories flooding back to you with their variety of scents. It doesn't matter if you're a sucker for a good room spray, a collector of hand soaps, or obsessed with wax melts. Magic Candle Company has scents that smell exactly like your favorite resort, snacks, and locations for a price that won't break the bank like a park ticket would. So, relive those childhood memories, 
back when life was enjoyable, and get a special 15% off with code WTF90, no space, at checkout. Once again, that is code WTF90 at magiccandlecompany.com.